Hello and welcome to this A for Life. I am your host, Alison Smirnoff, and I am joined by my co-hosts, Rachel Hibbert. Hello. And Susan Cadman. Good evening. Happy AFLW Grand Final Week. How did we get here? It's arrived so quickly. In a flash. And yet, it has been nearly two years, over two years, <laughs> since we've had an AFLW Grand Final. Excellent point, Hiba. So, just a little recap from the weekend. Some really great news and some really disappointing, sad news for, for us on the pod. The Falcons got a win in the VFLW. We did. Um, but a friend of the pod, uh, Sabine, has suffered quite a severe injury. So, we would just like to give her a little shout out and we hope that you're on the mend as soon as humanly possible. Hetero, upsetero, our favourite would you rather who brought us the Casey Fields debacle and many, many others. <sighs> many, many others. Yeah, I hope you're okay, Sab. In fact, I know you'll be okay, but it's a really shit thing to go through, but with you, every hobble. Yeah. Um, but also, I made my debut as the Div 1 team runner. How did you go? You know what? I think I've found my calling. Oh, my God. She told us that she's got very sore calves. <laughs> yeah, well, as I said, I'm not sure if it was from being the runner or from dancing at the retreat till 3 a.m. <laughs> we may or may not have started or got involved with an ABBA chant. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I absolutely, absolutely loved it. It was great. Just I'm so glad. What was your favourite part about it? Like, what what is the appeal? The appeal is, like, you're out on the field with the players. Um, so, you – but you like this extension of the coaching group and it's just – it was great. And, you know, I just delivered, you know, positive messages with great intensity and enthusiasm <laughs> and I think the players really appreciated it. That's amazing. Well done. Good job, Al. Thanks. I loved it. I'm, I was born to be a runner. Who knew? I'm excited for you. You've got a big season ahead. I know. We'll, we'll be sure to check in with you. <laughs> I want to see if this gusto continues for the next 12 rounds or not, but we, we'll see. I'm hoping to be there for most games, so I'm going to make our work her ass. I'll have to try and catch me to deliver a message on the field. Please. I'll see her coming and bolt to the other side. <laughs> Should we put a GPS bra on her? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Well... But what I also discovered is that because I, I did do the warm-up like with the team um, because I'm I'm quite mature. So, you know, <laughs> can be susceptible to calf injuries at my age. Or hamstrings. Um, or hamstrings. Um, but I realised that I might actually need to do vocal warm-ups too because I <laughs> did a lot of yelling. You need to learn to project your voice. Yeah. It's something that I've learned as a coach and I – Really got my craft from when I was runner. There you go. Well, you really need because you don't want to be bloody running to the other side. No way. No, you got get a little bit of entry onto the field. Twenty meters in, give it a yell, get them off the fucking field. <laughs> Allison, I was in a choir for eleven years. I've got you. Oh, excellent. This is my time to yeah. shine. I think I think the team would really get around it if I started doing. Choir vocal warm-ups. <laughs> Whilst they're doing their, you know, their lame motions. <laughs> my mother makes me mash my mini M&Ms on a Monday morning. Ooh, ah. Uh. <laughs> one, one, two, one. One, two, three, two, one. One, two, three, four, three, two, one. It goes on. 
Okay, <clears throat> but enough about me <laughs> and the Falcons. The Adelaide Crows and the Brisbane Lions are in the grand final this weekend at Adelaide Oval and we have a clairvoyant here. Thank you. Thank you. God damn it, you Susan. <laughs> you picked it. Yeah, well, what can you do? I have no words. <laughs> no, I think like the two best teams are probably playing in the grand final, which is lovely. I know people are disappointed that it's same teams, you know, same old story, but really you cannot deny that those two teams haven't been quite dominant over the course of the season. Yeah. I know the Crows hung out in the middle of the top six for a while, but it was really only by percentage. It wasn't, you know, they were right up there the whole time. So I think that Adelaide Oval will be packed again this week, which is very exciting for the players, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so the, the first uh, prelim was Adelaide v Melbourne. Um, I didn't actually get to watch the games because I was uh, being the team runner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but from, from what I've seen and, and read, Adelaide just seemed to be in total control the whole game. Yeah, I didn't get to watch it live, but I watched it yesterday seeing as I had a bit of spare time on my hands. Um, unexpected. Can just say that D's never looked like they were in it. I mean, you can see by the scoreline that they kicked a lot of points, but really have to put it down to Adelaide Crow's pressure. It was not pressure on the scoreboard as we were talking earlier, but just literal pressure to hackling just desperation every single time a Demons player had the ball there was a Crows player right on them and I don't really remember the Demons having many clear kind of cracks at goal so yeah um, not a high scoring game I don't know if it was the prettiest game of AFLW you've ever seen but it was really I thought quite you know Demons are a red hot team going into that game Um, but I think the Crows just really showed their um, evenness over the field. Ed Marino, 35 possessions, 14 tackles. Like, that's unbelievable in a game of women's footy. Yeah, amazing. And every bit, not just throwaway possessions, like possessions that impacted the game, you know, real, real quality possessions. I think Anna Hatchard had like 28 as well, 27. Yeah, these players, these stars they have all – Came through and Aaron Phillips kicking goals. Aaron Phillips doesn't even need to run through the midfield anymore. That's how good the Crows are. Yeah. So, yeah, that's sort of, you know, really, really, like all of us have a little soft spot for the Demons. It was really sad to see them lose, but I don't think they would say, I think everyone would agree that the better team won on the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But uh, Adelaide just confirmed today that Chelsea Randall will miss the game through the new concussion rule yes which is obviously really disappointing for for Chelsea and we all love Chelsea Randall and we'd all love to see her you know leading her team out but I think it's definitely the right call yeah as I've said previously a big supporter of the concussion rules I think um, you can't put someone like that hit was huge there's just no way you can put someone back on the field seven days later to to play again Um, really unfortunate and obviously the whole 
any AFLW supporter would love to see Chelsea Randall out on the field in the grand final. But we also know that she will impact the team and support the team just as much in her captaincy role off the field and on the sidelines. And she's the kind of person who will cop it on the chin and, you know, will be just as much part of the team as being out there. So... Um, and the next prelim was the Lions got over the Pies by four points. That was so thrilling. And the Collingwood kicked a goal with 25 seconds to go to bring it back to that four-point margin. Yeah. Um, Ash Brazel, in fact, kicked the goal, um, who we know has been hanging out down in the, the forward line because their back line has been so dominant throughout the season without her there. Um but far out, I thought. I honestly thought that they would kick it into the forward 50 and have a set shot and kick a goal. But all credit to Brisbane for just hanging on for dear life. Um, on a personal level, I'm so stoked to see Lausanne get into a grand final. Yeah. Um, com- completely biased from me, but um, I just think she's a, a really great person and I wouldn't be surprised if she hung up the boots um, this year as well. So if she could finish... Her season out as a premiership player, um, it'd be pretty darn sweet. Yeah, I think it was a pretty good game, but uh, it just felt like um, I think the scoreline was closer than what the game was. I think Brisbane really were quite dominant in the game. Had Brazil not kicked that last goal, I think that scoreline, like you know, ten points is probably ten, two goals was almost mm, more accurate. accurate of the game. Mm. Um, Brisbane just had all the answers and they were kicking straight and had a heavy tag on Bree Davy, but bloody hell, Bree Davy still, as she always does, managed to find a way to keep going and influencing the game. Um, yeah, I just thought Brisbane overall, and I'm been a big fan of how Collingwood have played this year, but I thought Brisbane on the weekend overall just looked like a bit of a classier team who just looked a little bit more composed um, and and des- like genuinely deserved that win. Mm. And a little bit of me think was thinking ahead whereby which team is going to shove it to Adelaide at Adelaide Oval and I, I think Brisbane will give it a, a red hot crack. And if Collingwood had been had beaten Brisbane and then had to come back to Melbourne and then get on the road again, I think it would have been a really uneven performance in a grand final as well, whereas Brisbane having played at home and then getting one trip away, um, they're well-rested. Um, anyway, that's something I was thinking about in the dying moments. Of, <laughs> yeah, I think how hungry must Brisbane be to win this bloody grand final? Oh. I just keep thinking that. I'm like... Because, like, obviously I, I've been on cruise since the start. I think the Crows are going to win and I still think that. But I just think Brisbane must want this so badly. I just think they might get there. So Brisbane are in their third grand final and they've won zero. Crows are in their third grand final and they've won two from two. Jesus. So... The Crows are going to back themselves in here, yeah, at home, at a load oval. They know how to win. They believe they can win, even without Chelsea Randall. I mean, I think they can cover that. Um, but Brisbane must be absolutely spewing that one yet, and mm. they're going to – they can kick goals. They can do it all. Who knows? There was an article released today where Ali Anderson 
has been in 10 losing no, sorry, nine losing grand finals. So this is her 10th opportunity and she was saying, you know, 10th time lucky. <laughs> hey, Hibba. Alison. Do you know what time it is? It's question time. Okay, first question from KRO87. How excited are you to see a replay of the inaugural grand final four years on? It's going to be a cracker. I'm really excited, but... It'd be nice to have another team involved, I think. However, I also think, as Caddy has said, that it would ju- it just means that Brisbane will be literally roaring. And to when flashback to the first ever grand final, how exciting that was for everyone involved. I think I think this is really forming a a really serious rivalry between teams and states. Uh, if there wasn't one before, there is definitely one now. Oh, for sure. So that that's my thinking. Like the the other grand final was Brisbane's home ground, mm. and Adelaide swooped in and won. Mm. So, but was it their home ground because it was Metricon Stadium? Well, you know what I mean. Their yeah, home, I know. But home, like, did they actually play stadium. there throughout the season? Do you know what I mean? No, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> because they were tossing up with a um again where the grand final was going to be played, and then threw it at Metricon and I don't think we'd had a game of AFLW there before. But that was like, that was the tale of season one though because oh, yeah. they just didn't realise that like a whole two generations of women were just hanging to play footy on the biggest stage. That's why the round one game was originally scheduled at Olympic Park. Oh my God. And at the last minute they moved it to Icon. And then they got to the grand final and they were like, shit, we're actually going to have to play this in a stadium. And the Gabba was being used, so they had to go to Metricon. So, four years down the track, at least... See, improvements. Improvements (laughs) are being made. It is, yeah. yeah, It's a fluid situation. But, Mm. yeah, I don't know. I I guess I'm really, really excited. And I guess I'm... I think I'm going to be going for Brisbane just because I... Yeah. I think most people are going to go for Brisbane. Firstly... Fitzroy, we're in Melbourne. We pretty much live in Fitzroy. Yeah, I live around the corner from Brunswick Street Oval. So most people who aren't going for careers in Melbourne are going for Fitzroy. And everyone loves an underdog. They haven't won yet. They deserve to win, to be honest. And, yeah. Are we saying it's Australia versus Adelaide? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Rawr, go the Lions. I'm probably going to go for the cruise just because I have to really. I mean, I've gone for. I've, You've manifested it yeah, from the exactly. start. Yeah, I've got to. I've got to keep going. At Data Kid Twenty Three, did Brisbane have to spend too much to get over the line? Nothing against the D's, but they were flat. Adelaide looked ready to do another four quarters yeah. immediately. I 100% agree with that. I felt like the crows look like they'd just gotten started. Like I, yeah. I think that's kind of what I'm basing. They were really intense at the footy, but they they played every second of that four quarters and could have played more. I think, yeah, I mean, it's the same old story in any footy game. Like, does the team coming off, you know, the easy win through to the grand final versus the close game, it's always, it could go either way, right? It could have teams up and about or absolutely with nothing in the tank. I think that's a really good point and I agree in terms of I think that crows look fresher and they're at home again so so do you think 
the Crows benefited from the week off then? I'd say so. Looking at them play on the weekend, yep. Yeah. And Brisbane had the week off as well, but as we were saying last week, do you want that week off or do you go in running with momentum? So now the same dilemma applies whereby do Adelaide have more momentum because they had a, dare I say, simpler game than Brisbane did or because Brisbane have been firing on all, all cylinders, will that continue? We shall see. Mm. I, I just won't discredit Brisbane because we do it. No, I've I'm every time. Yeah, I've learnt my lesson. I'm gonna back them in this time. Alison, you have to go for Brisbane. Oh, I think I definitely have. You to have. Go for you have no choice. No, exactly. Your Your choice ex- has been made. <laughs> yeah, decided. Uh, <laughs> I think this has been directed at me, Pethy. Who said Brisbane wouldn't make the grand final? <laughs> us, I think. Uh, well, Pethy did did call it uh, a while ago, and she asked us who was going to play Brisbane in the grand final. Um, well done to you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want as a prize? <laughs> <laughs> a kick. <laughs> uh, but we have our resident expert that also called Adelaide very, very early. So... Um, Pethy might be replacing you or I on the pod sometime soon. <laughs> well, uh, it'll be me then because I don't know how to press the buttons. <laughs> it's been nice to be here. But you get to sing the ditties. So. That's true. And vocal warm-ups. Where would you be without me? Okay. In-depth question from your mate, George. Shout out to George, listener from Sydney. Thank you for tuning in, George. Uh, okay. So, George's question is... Key matchups. How would you shut down Phillips? Is that even effective enough? Because the Crows have so much depth. So then I think my question is, do you think the Lions can win and how? Well, I think that I think one way to curb Phillips, you just pointed out, is to cut off supply by shutting down their midfield. Yeah. So the most effective shutdown player this season has been Kathy Zvark. Who does she go to? Marinoff or Hatchard. She's got to go to Marinoff in me, yeah. in my opinion. I think, how can you ignore that? She did a great job. She, she yeah, got to be the tagger of the season mm. <laughs> if there was a, an award. Oh, I mean, <laughs> some, of the, some of the shutdown roles that she's done yeah. this year have been huge. Yep. No, I think I think she goes she goes to Marinoff. So that's a key matchup. I reckon Zilke gets involved. Oh yeah. Captain. Hmm? Just think if you're gonna lead from the front like we've spoken about, it's about nullifying their skill. And maybe maybe she jumps on someone like Hatchard. Or my question here is do you leave Zilke to do well, you know, something else that's not a tag. So you need you need your creative players being creative as well. So you don't want to, you know, stifle that too much. Bates. No, I think Bates is too creative to be used as a shutdown player. Who plays on Davidson for Brisbane? Very very key in kicking goals for them. Oh. And Hodder. Mm. Hodder had a really quiet game this round. She got one touch. Oh, that means she's due for a Which may Correct. 
So who do you put on hotter? Speed, skill. I'm thinking maybe they throw Sarah Allen on Dakota Davidson. That may be a key matchup uh, happening this weekend. Mm. Sarah Allen was really, really impactful against Melbourne. Um, and so was Dakota, as we've spoken about. And just having a look at the team list and the statistics from last week there, it's it should be noted that a fair few of the Brisbane Lions players who have had effects in the previous weeks, i.e. Courtney Hodder, didn't have a large effect against Collingwood. So Courtney Hodder's due for a big one. Lozzie Arnell could probably get her hands on the ball a little bit more um, in saying that. Eloise Jones only had a handful of touches. So I think there's just going to be a lot of people ball hungry to make an impact on the game this weekend. So you reckon – so let's see. So we've talked about probably a Crows forward key matchup. We've got Phillips. So we're assuming Phillips plays forward. Yeah, that's probably right. She's been doing it all season and is doing very well there. So why would you change that? Then we've got in the mids a couple of matchups and then, yeah. So I think all over the ground, there's I, like it's probably sixteen on sixteen game matchups. Oh. It's, it's one v one, yeah. <laughs> but I think like the thing about these two teams is the Crows have obviously you know Aaron Phillips. There's the Aaron Phillips factor, but Phillips aside, mm. they're just so they're so even, and Brisbane even more so. Like they're just such an even side and you know they have a lot of foundation players that have been playing together since year one a lot of state-based players who've probably played a lot of footy together before aflw even existed so there's just there's just so much to like about this grand final i'm getting really excited allison's hands i'm going to liken to anonna jazz hands jazz hands (laughs) just Trying to convince someone to eat a meal. She's so enthusiastic right now. Come into my kitchen and eat my food. She's saying, come and watch some women's food. <laughs> Look, I am half Russian. We do speak with enthusiasm it's and use nothing. our hands, yes. Um, this is why I'm an effective runner, because I do a very enthusiastic point. <laughs> that was your goal. <laughs> or get off. So we've lost the track of the question. Any other questions? <laughs> Are we ever on it, though? Mm. Thanks for the question, George. Looking forward to the game. Mm-hmm. Can Brisbane win? Yes, they can. I think they can play better than what they did last week. And I think that they will step it up. So, yes, if they play better and play how they like to play. If, if the Crows give them enough space to play how they like to play, then, yes, Brisbane can win. But I don't know that the Crows will give them that space. Mm-hmm. But I think the I think Brisbane can win if they bring what they've been bringing all year. Yeah, which I didn't see on the weekend. So yeah, I to go back to what we were talking about earlier, the Crows definitely seem to have come off the break better than Brisbane. But if that was the case, then Brisbane have now played another game and won, and so maybe they're good to go now too. Momentum. Yeah, this whole season has been about momentum. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay, and one one more question from friend of the pod, Lindsay. G'day, Lindsay. Here's, hey, Clarky. Here's your shout out. Which Brisbane Lion do you want to kick the winning goal? Ooh. From our off 
hold conversations. I think you two wants Varky to kick the winning goal. Well, I do love Kathy's Vark, but there is a Brisbane player that I love more, and that is Kate Lutkins. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Like the Brazil goal from last week. Yeah, there is nothing better than a half-back yeah. half flanker kicking a goal. I agree. I'd go Lutkins. And if not Lutkins, then the lightning struck Wooshner. Because oh, she's Wush. a Wooshner. Well, should I say Lozarnell? What a way to go. Yes, you should. You should definitely I say. love how we've decided that she's We've retiring. decided. I really hope she's not. But <laughs> Sorry, then I lost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just have an inkling. decided. Got an inkling. So now it's time for... Would you rather? Okay. Caleb Mel, would you rather the grand final sellout and you just miss out on tickets or you get a ticket but there's a small crowd? Sell out. I'll just go to the pub and watch it. <laughs> How good's a sellout? Yeah, I'm the same. Women's grand final. Don't mind I'd rather there be people there than me not be there. Wait. I'd rather there be people there and me not there than me there and no people. I think I'm I'm going to go differently to you guys. Like if it's especially Shock especially if it was a team that I was like really emotionally invested in, I would want to be there. Yeah, that's totally fair. You're probably more likely to get invited to their after-season party too. <laughs> Because they'd be like, hey, hey, you. You're in the crowd. <laughs> you, you like us? Okay. At Wickle B&E, would you rather be Zvark tackling two players at the same time or Zvark jetting away towards goal with the ball? I like goals. Yeah. Tackling hurts. <laughs> Shouldn't, but it does. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if I was Vark, yeah. I'd probably enjoy kicking a goal. So I think, you know, jetting away from a contest towards goal. I would like to be tackling someone who's about to kick a winning goal rather than being the person kicking a winning goal. Oh, yeah, like a like a game saver. Like. Yeah, like a mm-hmm. game saving tackle. Hell yeah. That is there is no better feeling than that. Like I think that feeling's better than kicking a goal. Heath Shaw diving across yeah, the I line. Gonna, I was just going to say, like, the Heath, Heath Shaw smother. I mean, I don't think – that was pretty early in the game, but it's like yeah. an iconic moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, like to me, like, as, as someone who's played most of their life as a defender, that is, the, the, like, the tip of – you know, that is it. Um, But I don't really think I want to tackle two people. So, I'm going to kick a goal. I'd like to tackle Kathy Spark as she's jetting two goals. Good luck with that. Thank you. <laughs> to my dreams, really. <laughs> Not reality. Uh, Scooby Snacks has got two Would You Rathers for us, our, our favourite. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Scooby. Would you rather get belted by the Crows and lose the grand final for a third time <laughs> or have lost to Collingwood by a point in the prelim? <laughs> I mean, both. <laughs> both are very oh. close. Before I answer this, I was just thinking before, we didn't really talk about Collingwood uh, and the fallout from them losing the prelim. Mm, true. But I was thinking that they only travelled interstate twice 
and they lost yeah, both. Yeah, that's a very good point. Granted, against the grand finalists. <laughs> <laughs> both times. But I'm just putting it out there. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's definitely going to play into it, without a doubt. Oh, I mean, you're, you, being a grand finalist is awesome. You're going to the grand final. But far out losing, losing the three. Oof. Oof. That would hurt. I think I'd rather lose one prelim by one point. Yeah, I think I'd lose the prelim. No, I'm taking the grand final. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, that's knowing that I'd lose the... <laughs> I, but I don't want to get belted either. That's the thing. Like, I don't want to get belted by Adelaide. Is that what it said? Yeah. Belted, yeah. Yeah, Scooby, I don't want to be belted. Okay, and the next one. Would you rather have a super cool kicking style and kick at 70% accuracy? Ooh. Or a super embarrassing style, but kick 100% accuracy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is a cool one. So, one um, player who has a really effective but really bizarre kicking style with two hands is Amy McDonald from Geelong. But she has just... Yeah, she's just picked up Geelong's best and fairest. Or do I want to be... Daisy. Yeah. I think I want to have a 100%... Awkward, efficient kick. No, seventy percent. Seventy percent is like forty percent better than me usually. So <laughs> I'm taking the seventy percent and looking cool as a cucumber. <laughs> no, I think I'm taking the hundred percent. It's the one percenters, Caddy. I'll make up for it with my other wo- my hard work running. <laughs> <laughs> You'll make up with it with 100% handball efficiency. <laughs> but that that reminds me, I listened to this podcast once and I, I can't for the, life of, for the life of me remember which podcast it was. But it was like, um, you know, free throws in basketball. Apparently the most accurate and effective way to do a free throw in basketball is to do it like underarm. What? So literally like – Toss it. Toss it from between your legs up and that's like the most accurate way. But basketballers are far too cool to do that. <laughs> so everyone does it, you know, overhand. Why is that? I wonder. It's obviously something to do with the trajectory of the ball and being able to control it from its, you know, lowest point. Yeah. And I you think... can't see the ball above your head. But, God, I wouldn't want to be – Plucking a ball from my crutch and could try to get it. Could you imagine if, like, LeBron James just (laughs) just started going from the free throw line and it would start a trend? It would definitely start a trend. Get on TikTok, Al. Start it. Yeah. Um, Hibbert, but uh, you've got a would you rather? Yeah, I do. Mm. And it's again in the theme of retirement. Would you rather your final game be a losing grand final? Or a losing prelim, which then makes you want to go on for another year. I.e., would you rather be Lausanne Hell or Daisy Pierce? Are you saying Lausanne Hell's going to lose on Sunday, on Saturday? <laughs> I'm not, but I'm just saying if they do. Oh, I'd, I'd probably go again. I think I would too. Yeah, I'd get, I mean, I've tried to retire like 50 times. Caddy's <laughs> really still hard. going. You are basically John Farnham. <laughs> <laughs> but I've only ever played in one grand final and it was uh, a losing one. Uh, 
That's so why. Yeah. Perhaps. Keep no, coming back. No, it's not why. <laughs> I'm just an idiot. <laughs> I think for some people playing in a grand final is enough. Like, there's many people in Australia who haven't been in successful premiership teams their whole career. I'm one of them. And I think that playing in a grand final is such an achievement and that I would really understand how difficult it is to and how much work it is to then one get into another one and then to then win it like a la Brisbane three grand finals sorry two grand finals haven't won one yet I think I would be happily retired if I got into a grand final Mm. it's obviously depends where you're at but it's not a given. If you're in a grand final one year, it does not mean you're in the grand final the yeah, next year. Yeah, or a prelim, I yeah, suppose. That's, yeah, yep. That's so, you know, you are not necessarily just signing up for one more season of footy. Mm. It's, you know, it's three, four mm. years. Yeah, I suppose just for context, we were talking about, you know, had Melbourne won and Daisy Pierce gets into a grand final. Um, just at the, the stage of their lives, I suppose it's, um, yeah, how how long can you keep going on for? Um, especially when she's got children and um, a couple of careers outside of football, actually. Um, you know, would you rather? Well, as we head into wrap-up time, your predictions, Hiba, for the grand final? Uh, my head or my heart? Heart. Always heart. Brisbane. By less than 10 points. Caddy, you're sticking yeah, with I've got the Crows? I'm going to go with the Crows. I will not be disappointed with whatever way the result goes, but I think I really do think the Crows look real good and I'm going to pick them by two goals. Al? I have to go with Brisbane. I have to. <laughs> you have to. I you have to. After – Six seasons of underestimating the Brisbane Lions. I am backing them in to win this grand final. Third time lucky. Lausanne L to get an AFLW premiership. Uh, Yeah. By how much? Oh, I think it's going to be close. It's going to be within two goals. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, how interesting. Like, how sad is it when a season finishes, though? Oh, I know. Before we finish... Mm. I'd like to invite you both to something. Oh. Oh, gosh. As my sponsor <laughs> for the 2021 Darabin VFLW uh, season, yeah. I would like to thank you for your support and also invite you to our sponsor and members function on Saturday the 24th of April. Would wow. be great to see you there. Let me know if you can make it. So let me know. I would love to be there. Yeah. Where do I have to be? Bill Laurie Oval. I can do that. After the game. So it'll be. After the game. After the game. Okay. Around two o'clock, I think. Yeah, great. Well, you'll be there, Caddy. Oh, I'm busy. You have to be there. Oh, you're busy. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Caddy. Can we please um wear these AFL Life t-shirts to the. Yeah, we need to get some made. We must. But, yeah, it would be great to see you both there and anyone else who is interested to come on down to Billery Oval Saturday week. Who are the Falcons playing that day? It'll be a tough outfit <laughs> against uh, – uh, it's a trip up the highway for Geelong. Ah. So, dare I say, we've uh, 
got a good track record against Geelong in the Darabin Council. Yeah. Well, it was a huge game actually in 2019. It was a Lozarnell Two, milestone. 200th, 200th game, game at yeah. Preston City Oval and, yeah, we, we got the dub. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so, yeah, thanks. Well, I'll be there. Thanks, Al. I think Caddy will be there, but we'll see. Uh, well, that's pretty much all we've got time for tonight. Uh, thank you for joining us. We are very, very excited. My hands are going again. Very excited about the grand final this weekend. Go the Lions. Rawr. Nah, come on, Cruz. You got <laughs> this. No, very exciting. Um, it, I, I do think it will be a good game, which is what we always want as pretty neutral for the most part <laughs> supporters and so everybody hopefully get down to your pub if you're in Adelaide get down to the game just get around it enjoy it Saturday Arvo footy happy grand final week yeah 100% if you can get to the game or you, you can watch the game please do it support them let's do this we'll see you next week <laughs> <laughs>